The Brighter Side is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. This just in. Two violent men escaped from a prison in upstate New York. Dick, Matt, and Sweat, Sweat Matt. They are considered free as hell and happy as shit and eating good food again. Now to Amber with the uh, race relations. (laughs) Uh, Today, the head of the NAACP was outed as a white woman by her parents. Oh, mom and dad, shucks. I wanted to keep taking people's money and lying to them. (laughs) Don't tell me to turn down my music. Now to Sino with religion. Amen. Today, the Vatican, for the first time in history, made history. Here's a joke. What do you call a Polish ambassador from the Vatican in the Dominican Republic? I don't know. A pedophile. Welcome to the brighter side. It's fun. We're talking about the news today because there's a lot of fucked up shit in the news like right now, like always. But uh, we're, we're going to try a little something new. We're going yeah. to hit up a couple stories and try to find the brighter side of some of the really fucked up things that are going on that I don't know what's uh, what the big deal is. Yeah, so I think uh, this is like a new thing where let's just try it out. We'd love to hear from the fans if you like this kind of theme, thematic approach or news approach to this. So we'd love to hear from you on the Facebook page. Hell yeah, I've been riffing on the news with my family ever since I could drink. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> go. yeah. And uh, say hi to us on the live chat. Uh, we're uh, we're hanging out. And I'm just kidding. We don't have one tonight. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, that's Samantha Stubbs' words. How you doing, darling? I'm doing all right. How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing. Good. We told Sam the wrong time, so she sat here for an hour. God bless it's, her. For it's all right. Around. I just love being in the studio, <laughs> soaking up all the smells. Yeah, it's not muggy at all. <laughs> all right, and uh, I'm Ed Larson, Amber Nelson, Cena John, as always, and we are going to start with the prison break in upstate New York. Two dudes, two fucking murderers, broke out of this jail. They got they seduced a woman in the tailoring department. Yeah, and uh, they with uh, with the guys uh, as Fox News uh, put was well endowed, so he's got a big dick. Oh. And uh, why does that never mean he has a big heart? <laughs> I don't know. Is it never? I don't think it does. Never. Well, you can't tailor a heart. <laughs> <laughs> you see how like, big that dick is. Yeah. You put your hands down there. So this chick fell in love with him, and they, she snuck in some power tools, and he drilled a hole. Through the night, into the into his through his cell, into a, a twenty four inch pipe, steam pipe, wiggled out of that, broke down another wall, then crawled out of the sewer, and now he is on the loose. And they left a note, a little post it note, in written in black magic marker of a little emoji smiley face, and said, "Have a nice day." 
you know it's the future when prisoners are like writing emojis. Well, they're like planning <laughs> bits out on their escape. That's so funny. I feel like if you worked that hard, you deserve freedom. Yeah. You know? What was the Cuomo quote, Sam? Uh, he said um, something that was like he was I very think, impressed. I think he was. He uh, said it was exceptional. Exceptional. Yeah, it yeah. was a, an exceptional escape. When the governor of an entire state looks at what you've done, it's like holy shit. I was talking to I was talking about this with Ben Kissel and he's like Cuomo went to go visit him in themselves. He's like they should have just shut the door. That was their chance. <laughs> we had him in there. That's great. They're only getting good press. If you guys had to escape somewhere on earth, you know, like running from the law, where would it be? I'm thinking Australia for me because it's, you know, it's you can get by the water, it's hot, and there's not a lot of, you know, there's a lot of open land you can escape to. Louisiana. I think I'd go to your home state of Louisiana. You'd stay in America? Yeah. Or Alaska would be a good place to hide out. See, that's a... Cold though. That's what I was thinking. I would go up to the frontier, the Great Yukon, up in like uh, what do you call it? up up province up instead of upstate up Anchorage, province. Yeah, up a bunch, up a bunch, up a bunch in Canada Almost somewhere. Russia. Yeah, I think because it's so cold up there. Who's gonna come after you? And if anyone is coming after you, you could see him from a mile away. Mm. I don't know, but it seems very cold, and you know, you just gotta you gotta be safe up there. The big question about this uh, prison escape to me is, I don't know how you guys feel. But I know personally for me, in a weird way, even these guys, even though I do know that they are both cold-blooded murderers, mm. kind of rooting for them. Yeah, well, one of them killed his boss, which we can all understand. And the other one killed a cop. Yeah, one dude was like, ran over the cop, too, after he shot it. He was like, fleeing. He, I mean, these guys, and the other guy fucking dismembered his boss. Yeah. And then, you know, so they're like, they're these are two, like, horrible you know, despicable human beings. But Eddie, you know, at the same time, if you're going to murder someone, it's really the best way to dispose of the body. Really, yeah. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Do you, do you think it's just like the it's American tradition to just root for freedom? You yeah. know, just like yeah. someone's like you. You understand a man's like basic need to feel free, and you're like of course that he went into these crazy measures because what 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 was he going to lose? What was he going to lose? We all need to realize the cage we are put in in our social lives and escape through the steam room. I I love this story because as well, it's like you got to have freedom and you're going to do anything to get it. And we're all going to root for these guys. And you know what? I think they're going to be better members of society now. They're going to get like pseudonyms or whatever. And they're going to probably go work at a Target. They could definitely be construction workers. I'll tell you that. <laughs> or work in film production because there are no background checks in oh. film. <laughs> Absolutely none. I'm saying because, you know, they're qualified because oh, they use right. all the tools. <laughs> oh, we'll bring our own tools. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We've got our own gear. Yeah, like look at these guys. If if you can Google the what these guys actually look like, Damn. these guys sweating, Matt. They just clearly look like bad dudes. The one dude looks a little chunky. I don't understand how he fit through that steam pipe. That's the sexy one, I think. Oh, he's the, oh he he's, looks well endowed. He's, he's the well endowed one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. He is. Yeah, I he's supposedly uh, irresistible to women. Was Damn. another was another place. Amber. Uh, I always find that it's the tall, skinny, weird dudes that have the biggest dicks. Yeah, especially the guys with horrible personalities because they don't have to prove anything. And you're attracted to that. No, I'm not attracted to that. <laughs> Did you just have a flashback? Did oh. you just have a flashback? <laughs> Let's go back in time. I fucked a lot of those dudes. I used to even sniff them out. I'd be like, girls, I bet this boy's got the biggest dick. And I'd take him home, and he did. Yeah. <laughs> fucking tall, skinny motherfuckers. Oh man. oh, man. But what else? What happens if this guy, like, do you think society would benefit from these guys actually going free? Uh, No. It does nothing good for society. They're obviously uh, murderers. 
And there is a difference between these guys and someone who's in jail for, you know, selling marijuana or something like that. What if it was, instead of murderers, what if it was like Bernie Madoff, one of those like piece of shit white collar criminals? Do you think people would still be reacting the same way? Oh, man, everyone wants Bernie Madoff in I jail. Think, I think, every, I agree, I think everyone would be like, we gotta find this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Bernie Madoff's going to know how to use power tools, though. <laughs> That's true. No, they would just be, like, holding him on, like, a little, like, throne and carrying him out. <laughs> yeah, no, he'd literally just lie his way out of jail. It's <laughs> like, oh, no, no, you get me out of jail, it'll be good, we'll invest, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, come on, I'm the burn. Come on, let's do it. I'll come give on. you some money on the outside. You want to meet Steven Spielberg? Come on, I'll meet you. So I'll take you to the Mets game, and we'll go meet Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Man, Bernie Madoff, I kind of like him, you know, only because he only really stole from the rich, you know. Like, when you look at companies like, you know, you find someone like a Brian Moynihan, the CEO of uh, Bank of America, who just steals from the poor with overdraft fees every fucking day, millions of dollars probably. I bet they make over a million dollars a day in overdraft fees, that company. And so it's just, you know, it's like, who do you get? Who do you hate more? The free man who's taken from the poor, who who just trying to like buy, end up buying fifty dollar McDonald's because you added a thirty five dollar fee, or you know Bernie Madoff who stole from fucking Steven Spielberg and you know the owner of the Mets. But I'll push back a little bit of here and say that he did. The other like companies and stuff were invested in Bernie Madoff as well, and they had to lay some people off. They're also rich people. As much as you, I hate to admit, they do make jobs for some people, right? Yeah. And so people had to get fired, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy fuck. Some dude way down the totem pole just got fired because some rich idiot gave another rich idiot all of his fucking money. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. But I think, yeah, everyone's going to fucking want Bernie Madoff back in fucking prison. But two murderers? Ah, let him go. (laughs) They're probably fucking gone by now, man. Where do you think they went? It's been days. Well, they were right next to Canada, but one of them already has, has ties to Mexico. Because he did some time in Mexico. That's a long. That's a long trip. Yeah, how's man. it gonna get down there? You can't hitchhike that far down. No, you just fucking drive. Once you get two states away, no one's really looking for you. You shave your head or whatever, and you just like. Can you get an Uber? You can probably get. A, <laughs> that's how they got out of jail. They just uh, Ubered. <laughs> Their pickup driver wasn't there. Uh, pick up. Yeah, pick up for murder. There's murder. <laughs> man, uh, it's sweat mat. Sweat Matt? Those are the two last names. Kind of gross, Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt and Sweat. And this, last names. this chick, apparently one of the things I read in the news today was uh, one of them was supposed to go murder uh, her husband for him. For oh, her. shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that's yeah. one of the and new things. And he was also uh, a co-worker at the prison that they were both imprisoned at. So they both, the woman... Um, Mitchell is her last name. Let me find her first name. So he's long-donging her, telling her that he's going to kill her husband, <laughs> uh-huh. and she's bringing him power tools, and then and then she checks herself into a hospital the day of because she didn't want to be at the jail because she was so nervous. She checked herself in the hospital. You know what she her, she diagnosed herself as? Severe nervousness <laughs> was why she checked herself into the hospital. Damn. What's up with her right now? Is she going to jail? Oh, yeah, she's, she's going to jail. Done. She's, she's done. Going to, yeah, she's completely done. They, she's, they arrested her today, I think. She's going to get long forearmed in the, whatever jail she goes Damn. to. She should have ran, too. Did she not know they'd find her? She's, she's just she's scared. She's just scared. But that's she, the other thing. She, she outed scared. them. She, she was the one who outed the yeah. Oh, because of her nervous. She, like, broke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and she was supposed to be their getaway driver. Oh. Um, and she didn't show up. Um, to drive them to an area that was about seven hours away. So I'm thinking Canada. 
that they were going to try and go to Canada. So yeah. there's definitely going to be a made-for-TV movie about this within the next six months. Oh, yeah, and you make a normal movie. We got to catch these guys first, see what's going on. Do you think, I think that, really, you think, I think within the next year, maybe, there's going to be, I don't know if, like, it's going to be, like, a real big film, but maybe, depending on how the, the ending goes, like, if they have, like, a big firefight at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. But who plays the fucking jailbirds, and who plays the lady? Oh, I mean, it all depends. Look on at this lady. <laughs> oh, Charlize Theron, she plays the lady. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Now, Charlize She's Theron can't play a weak woman. Yeah. You got to get, like, a Jackie Weaver to play her oh, or something yeah. like that. That'd be great. The chick from Animal Kingdom and uh, what's it? What's the, the the mom from Silver Linings Playbook is what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't remember her name. Yeah. Jackie Weaver. Oh, right. <laughs> well, they do that. They got to make a movie about there's this a, a guy who uh, was in an airplane, EB something, and he robbed people on the plane and then just parachuted out. And no one's ever found him since. Oh, in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, a yeah. move. Yeah, it was a great move. Everyone, yeah, but he's probably dead. I mean, he was 30,000 feet and jumped from a jumbo jet. He had a parachute on. People were saying uh, that's, that's that was that. what the ending of. Uh, Mad Men was going to be that Don Draper was going to be that guy, <laughs> 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 which I would have loved so much. But um, remember that story? Um, I would say like three years ago about the guy who uh, basically went crazy on the LAPD, the ex-cop who started shooting all the cops. And yeah, then he was on the road. Everyone was kind of rooting for him too in a weird way because he had that man, the eighteen-page manifesto that came out. And one of the people that he listed on there as people he liked was Jeff Ross. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, and it came out the day of the last episode that we were taping The Burn. And Jeff's like, is this guy going to fucking storm in the studio and shoot me? I was like, no, he likes you. He's like, everyone wants a comment from me. I was like, you don't say nothing. Yeah. I was like, don't say nothing. Right now, this guy likes you. And yeah. he's, a, he's a murderer on the loose. Yeah. So <laughs> you keep him liking you, man. You just show a shot of him, like, reading the newspaper. <laughs> Jeff Ross denounces fan as he kills people. And he's like, that's it. He's not on my bad list now. Oh, yeah. But then they found him up in uh, the mountains, um, Bear, with the Bear Mountains or whatever that's over there. Oh, yeah. What are they called? Uh, I think it's I think it's called Bear Mountain. Bear it? Mountain, whatever. And a bunch then, uh, of gay dudes up there. Yeah, yeah. Big old boys. <laughs> and uh, they found him up there, and the cops didn't even bother. They just set the cabin on fire and lit it up with bullets. <laughs> they didn't, oh, yeah. They didn't even care. They just fucking set the cabin on fire yeah. and lit it up with bullets and just roasted his ass. When you shoot a cop and you're on the run, it's over. Oh, yeah. No, they they take that uh, a bit personally. <laughs> so what's what's the brighter side of this? What is the what is the, I think the brighter side for me is the fact that it gives America hope that even if like something horrible does happen to you or you commit a crime, I like I like the idea of a lawless life. I like the idea of life before security cameras when you can actually rob a bank and get away with it, you know, and stuff like that. I think there's a good chaos kind of feeling to this, and that's why I kind of enjoy it. Not that I think that these men shouldn't be in jail, but it is certainly fun to watch them get away. Hmm. Brightest out of this to me is that Fox News said that a man had a big penis, and that made their news. <laughs> <laughs> it's just saying he's got a big dong. Yeah, the brightest side for me is that we've, as a society, we've now learned that we would value um, murderers getting freedom than, like, a white-collar criminal. Because everyone is in unison that, like, we would definitely want Bernie Madoff back in fucking prison if he escaped. But these murderers are, like, kind of somewhat charming with that fucking note, and we're like, ah, yeah, not bad. Qu- 
great American ingenuity, boys. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, I mean, Tony Soprano fucking dismembered somebody. We love him, you know? So it's like, who knows what these guys, maybe they're charismatic as fuck. Yeah. Who we knows? have no idea. Capote, Truman Capote, he's the guy that, uh, he invented milk expiration dates. Did he really? He did. I know he was a journalist and he wrote that book about the killers. Oh, no, no, the guy, uh, the, the, the guy killer, the mafia guy, Capote. Oh, oh, Capone. 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 Truman Capote was uh, the writer. Oh, yeah. The one that talked like this. The one that... Yeah. Yeah, no, no, Al Capone. Al Capone. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was a horrible murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed lots of people short time. But now he helps us, you know, figure out milk. Yeah, expiration dates. I love it. He's smart. Put a fucking expiration date on this. Why am I drinking bad milk? That's exactly how it went. Someone should tell me where the fucking milk's going bad. I'm not want to have a double sip of bad milk. Next time I have a sip of bad milk, I'm going to fucking shoot you in the goddamn head. You got that? All right, well, we'll figure it out, Mr. Capone. Yeah. Just push that through Congress here real quick. Oh, man. All right, so let's go to this NCAAP or whatever. I don't know. How do you NAACP. That is the problem with the country that I I can't remember this uh, organization that organization. helps people. <laughs> it's difficult. Well, there's also well, there's one that's like basketball and one that's black people, right? There's the NAACP. Uh, it's arguably both. Really. <laughs> <laughs> NCAA. Um, so this lady uh, who she was always white, and then she went to college and tried to get certain scholarships and was denied for it, and she sued the college, saying, uh, "I am white, and it is discrimination." And then just went into blackface, went into hiding for many years and, you know, clawed her way through to be the NAACP president. And her parents... Spokane, right? Not the national chapter, right? Just no. Yes, Spokane. just a Spokane, Washington. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just a city, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her parents out her. They're like, baby, you, you're white. <laughs> you were born white. What are you doing? Because she was apparently going on the radio, like, bashing white people a lot. So uh, what? How does? What do you feel about this chick, Amber? I don't like that she was bashing white people on the radio. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? I also don't like how you are not a black person. I know maybe you feel like you identify with black people. Maybe that's true. And yes, we are all humans in the base of our stomachs or whatever. But you're not a black person. What? What are you doing? You don't yeah. understand this. Uh, I think uh, empathy here is different than appropriation. Right? Yeah. It's like she appropriated an entire culture to forward what seems like her own ends when she failed as a white person, which is you know, pretty difficult. But she is <laughs> technically helping people. That's the thing. That's the problem here. It's like she was actually, yeah. she may be a lying piece of shit. But she was doing, her job was to help people. And, and the so, leadership of the NAACP has been somewhat supportive of her. Yeah, because she was a fucking good worker, it seems like. Mm. She got shit done. And so it, that's the weirdest part about this, is yeah. that they lost like an ally, you know, who, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel. I'm kind of torn. Do you think she like, when she went to Howard, she was just like, hey, if you can't beat him, join him. She does identify as a black person. You know, she does feel like she is a black person. You know, mm. and so like in, when, a, when a man wants to be a woman or a woman wants to be a man with transgender society, everyone, where where does it change? Does this become the norm too? Do we have to start accepting someone who wants to be another race, saying they were born a Chinese? If I say, I was born a Chinese man, does everyone have to respect me now? Because no. I should be allowed to, what if I feel like I am that though? 
is that that's a weird it's a because you're not sexist if you want to be a woman but I'm racist if I want to be Chinese uh, those are two different things what's, what I think what's going on right now because this woman was like taking people's money and making decisions and lying to everybody whereas Bruce Jenner at the time was lying to himself and not just Bruce Jenner Jenner you know it's just a, <laughs> <laughs> oh hello Mr. Freud oh yeah no, fucking, I hate when evil horrible jokes just pollute my brain and I can't fucking get them out Man, my mom called me, not to jump topics here, my mom called me so upset about Caitlyn Jenner. Just so mad. She was fierce. She's like, she said, I don't fucking like it. I hate it. I'm like, Mom, you got to just, you know, you got to chill out. I was like, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, you got to accept this. It's, you know, it's what society is. We got to we gotta learn that everyone, she's like, she's like, he was with, you know, three women. He had three wives and he was fucking them and having children with them. Yeah. And he's a piece of fucking shit. And I'm like, Mom, you can't. But in my mind, I'm like, she's got a point. Yeah. yeah. And that's I'm like, a valid point. <laughs> but, I mean, but he's a, a biological male who identifies as female, but his sexual preference is still female as far as I know. So, so he's a lesbian or she's lesbian. a lesbian. Basically. Yes. Ah. Yeah. If my husband was pork and me and then just became a lady, I I think I would kill him. Amber, I've never heard you say something more honest on this show. <laughs> well, do you remember the story that she told, a little flashback to the past when uh, you were dating that guy who became gay and then you cut his couch oh, up? Oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> <can> kill him. <laughs> You mean you lied to me? You could have told me I, d- I identify as a woman. If you told me, great, I'm all on board, I'll help, but you're lying to me and we've got kids together. Fuck you, man. I'm going to come at you. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Watch what if, out. I'm going to be trans race. What if I... I, I, I see, she's well, white. She, she picked right, by the way. If you're going to change, go black. You know, it's, she's it's, like, you know... How did she keep up? <laughs> did she, like, go to the tanning bed a lot? Like, how did she change? Like, she it is a pasty like, white girl. It looks bronzer, and she really did up her hair. Yeah, she really yeah, curled it's, up it's that hair. It's the hair, I think, that How do you really get your hair sells. like that? Perm. You perm uh, hair. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of work. It is yeah. a subtle black face, and no one's calling it out because it's not like, you know, the black with the white around the eye rims and, like, the... So yeah, like Amos and Andy type shit. It's yeah. a lot of, like, self-tanner, bronzer, you yeah. know. It's, she's, but she's, she's not a thief. She's light-skinned. She's, she's taking people's money and saying she's a black woman. She's a white She's woman. providing us. She's doing her job, though. It's, she's taking money for a job. She may have lied on the application. But does she understand what I've lied on plenty person? of job applications. Yeah, but she doesn't understand, like, a black person's thing. She's a white person. You don't understand, lady. You have no idea. What, am I going to be the head of men's rights activist as a woman? I mean, it'd be good if you, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm coming off as such a bigot, but. No, no, you're not. I think I'm coming off as ignorant because I don't know. I see see good in this woman. I I really do. I, I, I know she is a liar. You know, and I know, I know that, and like that is a very big fault in a human being. And if she lies about this, Lord knows what the next thing she's going to lie about is. But she was doing her job, and she was doing her job well, is what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, other people are uh, in her job are sticking up for her even now. You know, so it's it's interesting to see how this is unfolding. Yeah, at least she wasn't playing into negative stereotypes. She was doing a positive thing with it. Yeah, yeah she wasn't like crip walking everywhere or anything. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but for the- me, I think it. It comes down to, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And if you 
if you truly feel that you identify as a black woman, then say that. Yeah. Don't just... Don't lie to me! Don't (laughs) secretly pretend like you've always been black. But there's no way she could have gotten to the place that she is today if she was like, hey, y'all, there's a black girl inside this pasty white woman. (laughs) I know, I know. I've tried. I've tried. (laughs) No one accepts that. It's weird when we watch people. It's like, don't let these people help you, but let these people help you over here. It's kind of like I'm... I was talking about this with you before the podcast, Amber. I was I, it kind of reminded me of when the the KKK adopted a highway in South Carolina, and everyone fucking threw a shitstorm. They're like, they're like, "No, you can't adopt the highway. You're the KKK." And it's like, eh, well, they're finally doing something nice. They're finally doing anything that's kind of nice. Like, let them clean up the road. They're probably going to paint yeah. it white. Paint it all white. The mile markers are just burning crosses. <laughs> all right, boys. Let's paint this road white. <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> but it's such so weird when a, when a bad person tries to do good, we don't let them. Yeah. And so what is that? Is that the right move or is that the wrong move? That's a tough question, man. I mean, it's. It, I think I always try to lean towards giving people the benefit of the doubt and giving them a chance to reform themselves, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, in our society, we don't like to reform people. We exactly. Kind of, we That's- kind of like to just, like, you fuck up, we're going to just put our thumb on you and push you down as hard as we can. And that's why we also, at the same time, Love a comeback story. Yeah. We love a story where no so- one wants to hear the KKK comeback story. Though <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. No one- <laughs> it's like you know, as a Jew, you know, it's like I don't want to hear the KKK comeback story. But but what if they came out? They were like these Holocaust deniers are way off. They're all, they're all wrong. What if they just one eighty? What if the KKK one eighty? Like, what do we do? Like, what do we do? Like, we love everybody, but we're still going to keep the costumes. Yeah. yeah, we're still called the KKK. We're still going to wear the costumes. But uh, everyone's cool. But, <laughs> but now we just make artisanal chocolates. <laughs> we are Yankee candles. Yeah. Our company's called Carrie Caring Can Kelp. I mean, I feel I part of me does feel bad with her. I watched a little bit of a raw interview of her and some white reporter was talking to her about some basic stuff. He was obviously asking like the most mundane questions yeah. just to like lead into. So is this a picture of your father? And yeah. she goes, you could just see her face drop. He goes, yes. She goes. And, and you could I, she was looking at the response of the reporter who obviously was like guffawing. Yeah. And then he goes, are you an African-American? And she just goes. I, I don't understand the question. And she just walked away. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's tough. I mean, she blatantly lied to everyone. Yeah. Every, yeah. And she lied on documents as well. You're just going to get caught when you lie. Yeah. It's something I learned in high school. If you keep lying, you're going to get caught. Like, yeah. you're just going to get caught. And you're going to have to have a lie to build up another lie. And you can't keep that track. No. Nah. It's like, a it's a fucking hopeless how you, situation. How do you hide that though for so long? Have you never had a boyfriend who's like, "Hey, can I meet your parents?" Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what's going on? What's going on? She probably just abandoned her family. 
And if she would have, you know, you know, and that's why they got so pissed off. Well, her parents said that she's always been like emotionally unstable and has always felt like like this isn't the work of a sane woman. I will yeah. say that, you yeah. know, there's, there's nothing there's nothing about the her that screams, you know, stable to me. <laughs> <laughs> but she has a husband that's black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure. had to keep that a secret. Let's interview him. Yeah, so the husband's black, right? Yeah. Did she hide it from her husband? Was he like, oh, shit, too? No, you're going to He had know. to be in on it. You yeah. got to know. You can't put bronzer everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've... Uh, so what is the brighter side? Oh, yeah. I think I found the brighter side to me, for me. And uh, what about you guys? Is there a brighter side for you? Are you mad at this chick? Do you, uh... I'd say brighter side is... Um... You know, uh, she's, uh, gosh, uh, commitment. She was committed to something for a long time. <laughs> and, you know, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of commitment. I, a lot of actors can't do that, and I admire you. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of kind of go off what you're saying, Amber. It's like she was, she dedicated herself to a cause, yeah. albeit it was under the most insane pretenses, right? And it was yeah. under a lie. But she was helping people, and there was a net benefit to society from the work she's done. Mm -hmm. And if there's a brighter side of her or the NAACP is that they do good work, right? And she was part of that work that was really trying to forward uh, a movement that needs a lot of help. It all just sounds like an 80s movie. (laughs) It was an (laughs) 80s movie, right? The guy guy did blackface again to Harvard or whatever? Yes. All right. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Was that was that? fun. Yeah, what was that? that I don't day? know. How I Got Into College? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie? I don't know. Well, All what, right. What's your story, Cena? So we got the Vatican did something pretty ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, and awesome. Uh, so on the same day that uh, several uh, two former U.S. bishops announced their resignations, uh, the archdiocese charged this guy... Josef Wazalowski, a Polish guy who was the Vatican ambassador in the Dominican Republic, which the DR has their own fucking problems, but they charged him with pedophilia. Now, for me, this is awesome, and I know it's... it's pedophilia? Cr- <laughs> Good for you, man. I'm glad you're finally coming clean. You guys know me so well, man. <laughs> Let's talk about the deep web some more. (laughs) Uh, But this is this is a real sea change to really bring stuff into the public about pedophilia within the church and the Vatican. Right, is its own state. They have their inside own. of Rome. It's a small. It's like a couple of fucking blocks, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a city state. Yeah, it's a city state. It's like the smallest fucking place, but everyone wears funny clothing that works for the Vatican and stuff. And they're actually fine. Instead of like playing like a weird game of shuffle, where they shuffle these pedophiles into other places so that people forget who they are, they're actually bringing it, bringing light to it. And I think it's amazing. That's great. But the question is, do you guys think? It's enough, right? We were talking before that are there charges going to be draw, uh, brought into the Dominican Republic or with these U.S. guys that just got that just resigned? Is the Vatican going to try them? And, and then can the U.S. government try them be, based on what happened in the Vatican? The U.S. government has to be trying priests at some point. The priests do go to jail, correct? Yeah, the priests sure. would. I mean, yeah. Priests and MLS children well, are in jail. There are some in jail, right? I'm not crazy to if, wish that's true. The yeah. thing is, the victims usually don't say anything. Yeah. I want them to be tried in Texas. Oh, for the death penalty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All <laughs> Can right. you get the death penalty for child molestation? I think you'd have to do some killing. 
Yeah. Oh, in, really? Oh, yeah. In child Texas? molestation? No, anywhere. I'd say molesting a child is worse than killing an old man. Yeah. Killing an old man. Or molesting yeah. a child. I think molesting a child is worse than I'd killing an old I'd probably say, man. like, molesting five children is worse than killing somebody. I'll give you two. Okay, good. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you strike a good bargain, Eddie. <laughs> but I, I think it's it's really a sea change that we're gonna have happening a little bit more now, where the Vatican's like, hey, we gotta like fucking grow up a little bit. The, the Pope just said stuff about how you know climate change is real, and we have to respect the fucking climate. And of course, all these Republicans were just like, oh, would the Pope stop talking about science and leave it to the scientists? And then everyone's like, hey, Republicans, don't you hate science too? They're like, oh wow, we we are scientists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's a good buddy of the show, Jared Logan, has this great po- bit about the Pope where he says one thing that I that I love. It's like, yeah, he's the most progressive man who fucking lives in a castle and worships demons. Believes <laughs> <laughs> in demons. Demons are real. Yeah, demons are real, you know? It's, yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. What did he say? Like, uh, he, was, he was like, uh, gays, I wouldn't kill him. And they made him time ma- like Time's Man of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out Jared Logan whenever you get a chance. But what do you think? What do you think this means for what happens in America? Do you think we're going to take more of a stronger stance on this Vatican and the pedophile uh, pedophiles that are here already? It's just like the oldest fucking story that I've heard since I met someone who did it. You know, being in Catholic school, that my bishop molested kids. You know, and it's just like I'm just like so fucking sick of this. And it's just like, yeah, they're taking the trial in the Vatican. And, you know, whoa, okay, good. But what's the penalty going to be? No one even knows. They make up whatever the fucking rule they want. They get two slaps on the wrist. Fucking murder him Bible style. That's what I say, you know, if he's wrong, if he did this shit. And it's like these American guys, they better get tried in America before they get tried in the Vatican. That would fucking infuriate me if we flew them from Minnesota to the Vatican for their trial. No, no, the Vatican's the Vatican's not trying those two guys. The U.S. government's going to try the, the two guys in Minnesota and okay, stuff like good. that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I think the Vatican could try them as well uh, in absentia and stuff like that and just be like, if they're not here, we're going to still charge them and stuff. Vatican, the Catholic Church has been ripping off people who need inspiration for a very <laughs> uh, long you're time. You're so sweet. And, yeah. <laughs> and, it's just like, and it's just like, my mother goes to church every Sunday and puts $20 in the fucking basket and she doesn't have that money. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, because she does it for hope and then like, and they're taking this money and they're sending it back to the Vatican where they're going to employ a whole bunch of people to do this fucking trial when in, in fact the Dominican public should just fucking put a bullet in his head and call it a day like yeah. they do with anything else they do around there. Yeah. I'm sorry, I made a lot of generalizations there, but, you know, it's just, it's so infuriating to me that I haven't, you know, it just hasn't changed at all. What do you think we can do to make it change? I mean, do you think it just more of these trials are going to do anything? You said, like, the, the, the punishment. Let has women to- be priests. Let priests fuck. Yeah. Then they're not going to, you know, people who, like, look at it as a way to fuck kids are going to use it as a reason to become a priest. Uh, and it's just like, it's like, this is access to children, and everyone's going to trust me. And it's just like, that's, they use it to their advantage. These are sick people who go through years of college just to fuck kids. I'm convinced of this. I, you know, because it happens too much. And so it's just like, let them fuck. Ooh. Let them, like, if you love God that much, it shouldn't matter if you 
fucking come on a nun's face. You know, it should be allowed. She probably would love it. You know, and it's just like... It's, and put some holy water on that face and you got it a off. blessing. Yeah, there you go. It's just, the traditions are so old. Yeah. They're so stupid. They're 2,000 years old traditions. And we're trying... And people still respect them and it makes no sense to me. And it's just like... And they keep ruining children. What, what, and they would ruins adults and they, they become... They end up becoming... How many priests were molested by a priest? You know, how many child molesting priests were molested by a priest? It's an endless cycle of horrible realities. What's interesting is that Catholic Church, they've been through a reformation, right? They've had their time to, like, modernize their religion. Islam hasn't had that yet at all. You don't even forget it. You don't even hear about the molestations that happened in Islam. There's no uh, one fucking talks about any of this shit. There's not even like some social media thing where it's like, ah, oh, that happened where this imam did that to this. But they love it. But that fucking shit happens all the way over there too, man. And they still have, they're way, way behind the times. Yeah. You know, I guess I'm just going to find the brighter side of molesting kids. Um, yeah. You know, at least they knew what they wanted and they went to college. They probably speak many languages. They've read a lot of books. <laughs> and they're like, I know what I want and how to pursue it. And they did it. What do you think would take, like, to molest a kid, what should you have earned in your life? Oh, oh Jesus. I'm not Christ. putting that on tape, Amber. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, okay, okay. They did okay. a lot of work. A lot of, a lot of people that don't molest kids never been to college. They can't even speak one language. They've if you've had book. both your arms and your legs chopped off, uh-huh. you can molest a kid. No. <laughs> Only if it was done by kids, and that's that kid's punishment. Yeah, yeah. That's it. There you go. It's only the bad kids. <laughs> man, oh my God. Sleepers? That fucking oh, movie, fuck. man. Don't even bring that movie that up. That fucking movie. I don't know why. I. That's one of those movies I wish my parents would have monitored what I was watching. I went and saw it in a theater by myself <laughs> when I was a kid. What year did Sleepers come out? I want to judge 90, how old I, I was. I want to say like 93. I want to say, yeah, 90, I'm going to say 95. 96. 96. Yeah. So I was 15 years old. I went and saw it in the theater. Loved it. I actually had a, had a little like poster of it that I put up in my room. I love that movie for some you reason. Had a poster of that movie? I mean, because you know what? I was, you know why? Because I just fucking hate, my whole life, I always hated authority. And I hated the Catholic Church. And I hated, you know, like, all that stuff. And it's just, and I think that's why I actually um, connected to that movie. And it was just, and also in that movie, it really shows that the abuse that happens inside of a penitentiary can really fucking change a human being for the worse. Two of those men became fucking professional criminals. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's based off a true story. I think it is. I don't know. Is is Sleepers based off a true story? I might be speaking out of my ass on that one. But uh, the uh, it's you know it doesn't surprise me at all. Once. That movie shook me up. Too. Yeah, that I'm was... writing a movie called Nappers, where it's just your uncle hitting on you. <laughs> hey there, you want to take a nap? <laughs> all right, you go in there, and I'll go out here. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours long. <laughs> So I took a, a nap. character piece. I took a nap today. Man, I, I, a friend of mine, I won't mention the show, but he said that his the crew he's working with, people hated Mad Max. What? And he, he they got into an argument with each other. No, they didn't even hate it. They were just like, I'm ambivalent. 
Because it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it's the coolest thing. Wait, did they hate it because like, of the women stuff? No, they they felt ambivalent because it just didn't have story, man. Didn't have story. There was so much story in that movie. Just because yeah. it doesn't have dialogue doesn't mean it's not story. So much fucking happened in that movie. We should get someone on this show that hated Mad Max and, and do a whole show. I don't even want to fucking look at it. <laughs> <laughs> you hate Mad Max. You fucking. Let's interview the pedophile before bringing that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the talk to a rapist priest before someone who hates Mad Max. <laughs> What's up, Sam? What's the truth behind Sleepers? Okay, so the truth behind Sleepers... Um... Is it going to be a... I'm saying it's based on a true story. But it's probably just a, It's probably just some uh, little, little loose gang ties. It seems yeah, to... It, it looks as though... Just a brief scanning of this article that I'm reading. Um, that it's loosely... Based on a true story. All right, yeah. Some, some yeah. Hey, it's the guy heard something. He's taken. like, yeah, the guy heard something and he changed it. Yeah. But how many groups of kids are there in the world? Not just in whatever I can't remember what religion it was. I think it was Catholicism. But I mean, yeah. how, I just how many how many kids are victimized by this in the world? Oh my God, I was Southern Baptist, and we all had like like traveling youth youth ministers coming through, and these dudes were always into Timberly. Uh, she was very T- hot. Timberly? That was her name, Timberly. She had blue eyes and black hair. And I think they all came through and were just like immediately wanted to fuck her. Every single guy. Timberly? Yeah. I don't. I they still know don't it's like, yeah. I don't, I still don't understand that name. I just don't understand. Kimberly it's a, with a T. I, it's like a made up murder fist name. It's like, I, it's just like, it's well, isn't like, there a character named Gimberly in. Oh, yeah, no, sketch? yeah. We yeah, do all kinds uh, of stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It's we like what the fake black lady would have named one of her kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what do we have with characters like Thami and stuff like that? Thami. But that was just like out in the open, just obvious, and just. But every single one did. I'm not saying the kids are sexy, but there's a lot of sex going on in the church. So strange. It's just like if for people that hate it so much, they just do it so much. Do you yeah. think uh, the values that the that the Catholic Church espouses are helpful to people? No, I mean they're helpful to some people who have nothing, you know. But the fact is that you should, and in my opinion, it's just it's all based out of fear. Yeah. And, you know, you should believe in morality and you yeah. should believe in being nice and you should just do it because you want to be a decent person. You shouldn't be scared to go to hell. Well, you know, hell, you should. Yeah. yeah. You should just be a decent human to your, to everyone else. I find that people that are most scared of hell are usually living in hell. Yeah. In their own life. Yeah. Um, wow. That's fucking sad and dark. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing none of us are afraid of hell. I still get afraid sometimes. You know, like I'm on an elevator and it pops and I'm like, what if I died and hell is real? (laughs) (laughs) They just throw me into a lake of fire and like, how do you still have a body? But my body's on. I don't know. So many questions. But like, what if? It would be pretty horrible. So what's the brighter side of this? These three rapists, priests? I, I mean, I think the brighter side for me isn't the, you know the rapist priest. It's the Vatican. It's the Vatican making a move that they've never done before. And I hate 
all religions mainly, you know, I really don't like care for them at all. But what about Scientology? <laughs> and their religion as well, right? And just, <laughs> they all, I just kind of don't, I don't really care much for any of them. People, it helps a lot of people. I've met recently, I've met a lot of people that it's benefited their lives to be very religious. And I've been happy to have met them because it's like renewed my sense of like, it, this actually works for some people. and doesn't make them pieces of shit. But the Vatican needs to do this a lot more. And the U.S. government needs to start working with the Vatican a lot more to go take down people. And they're already doing this a little bit. If you don't say anything, then you should also be punished. Fuck yes. If you are hiding these people, you need to be punished. Absolutely. If you see something and you don't say something, your ass goes to prison. Well, like every other other, health profession, every other person who's in in a position of authority over children, you're a mandatory reporter. Yeah. If you don't report, you're equally as culpable as the person who committed the crime. I agree. That should that should absolutely be the case with priests. So brighter side, man. I mean, it's just like they get, they're making a good first step. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, the first step, and then hopefully the last step is people charging the Vatican and ripping the gold off the ceiling. So they yeah. Pay oh their my god. Kids. It's so crazy. The Vatican's just lined with gold. What yeah. the fuck? Are you that full of yourself that you lined? You're supposed to take care of the poor and you line your fucking walls with gold, literally? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You have a castle lined in gold and you and poor people are in the street. Why do you don't how does that make you a decent well, and, religion? And poor people are in the street and still giving back to the church. Yeah. yeah. My, mom, giving my mom's late on rent every month. I'm sorry, mom. And uh, but you know, and then she still gives it to church. Yeah. And it's like that's fucked up. Yeah. They should be helping her. Yeah. That's yeah. the point of religion, isn't it? Yeah. To help each other. The thing is, if you give, if you tithe correctly, if you give ten percent of what you have, even if you don't have enough to live, if you give ten percent. I'm gonna want more wine than that. Fine. I'll tell you that much. Damn. You're gonna be fine, guys. <laughs> you know, there's like. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. There's this church. It was like kind of by my house in, in Louisiana. It was like off a dirt path. It was very poor. And it was always looked at as dirty and uh, your religion, what you believe in, isn't isn't good, isn't right because it's so dirty and poor. And I think that's why the Vatican's like give us all this money to get the gold line church. So you, it's like more of a belief. You know, it's like a, it's a guy selling you a vacuum in a nice suit. You know what I like about the Jewish religion? Uh, is that the fact that you have to buy tickets to Temple. You buy your seat, you pay your money, and you get your ticket to go to Temple. Oh. And, like, maybe that makes sense. Like, I want to pay to go see the show. Really? Yeah. It's like, just like the, going to see a concert. Yeah, it's you, like, like going to see a concert. Going, it's get, like going to, it's like know, going to the movies. You pay the fees and yeah, whatever. Give but, me my hour. Here's yeah. it up front. Yeah. There's my seat. It's my assigned seat. That's my ticket. You know, like, that makes sense to me. But you got to be a Jew to go. No. No? I'll take your money anyway. Oh, I've, been to I've been to Temple. I've been to Oh, silly me. <laughs> All right, well, let's get some shrooms and go to the temple this weekend, guys. <laughs> I can do we it got up. $10 for tickets? Yeah. Uh, the parking lot will be empty because it's on a Saturday. Let's tailgate it up, man. <laughs> I, I think it's a great idea. Oh, man, let's definitely tailgate a synagogue. It'll be great. I was talking about this on Roundtable. I really think that this is the year I have my bar mitzvah. <gasps> can you still have one? Yeah, you can You're always have one. You're not a man yet? No, I'm not. I want to do it. I think it'll Let's be a great it. party, right? <sighs> well, we, I know you'll probably turn it into I gotta a show. Find a good, I got to find a good Jew to sponsor me. Yeah. Jeff. Uh, I don't know if he, if he, if his, uh, his Jew skills are sharp. 
You have to like sing the stuff, right? Master yeah. Jedi. Maybe of Jeff's Jews? sister would be great, actually. But aren't you also gonna have to like read the stuff? You're gonna have to read the. I'll have to learn it. Yeah. yeah. Get Andy real. Kindler. Andy Kindler would be. It. He's a Jew, you, right? Yeah, but I don't know him. You never. Get you to never know went him. to like Hebrew school or anything. No, no. I'd have to learn it. I'd have to go through the process. I think Man. that's maybe you do that first, and then let's talk. Yeah. Well, I have to. <laughs> they won't let you do the bar mitzvah unless you yeah. can say the fucking thing. Baruch Atai Adonai Elanehu. That's all. Malach Alom Shutup. Yeah. Is it like a, like cram for two days and you got it? Or is it like... I don't know. No, no. That's a tough language, man. I got to figure it out. I think I, I'll give myself a year. Maybe next summer we'll have a big party. Oh, that'd be so amazing. We'll have a big... Uh, we'll have a good bar mitzvah. God, I did... I went to a... Robin, if you're listening, I want you to be my uh, cantor. I went to a Jewish wedding yesterday, and it w- we did the hora, and it was one of the best, like the whole Hava Nagila, and then you like the, the groom. I'm always on the chair when you put the groom on the chair, and you put him up, and then the, the yeah. wife... I'm always on one of the... Uh, oh, so you think strong. you are? I'm there always looking at me like, you better get on that chair. It's like, well, I'm fucking out of shape. Are you kidding me? You're at least big. They point at me, and I'm like, do you see most of the women here are stronger than I am? <laughs> I have, I've had hernia surgery. I lifted on my Uncle Joe. was quite the task. So I'm on there holding up my buddy, and he's pointing at me. He goes, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right, because I'm like so weak. I, like, you, know. you went to two weddings this weekend. I did went to go to two weddings. You're too nice. Nice, you know, I've been telling people no. Yeah, you're out no. there, you're listening, you want to invite me to your wedding, you better think twice. Tell you <laughs> out what. of this city. <laughs> if I have to get up and get well, on a train. I got yeah. six weddings train. before Labor Day. What if I got married at the Papaya Dog? Would y'all come? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'd do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I obviously don't say no to weddings. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't say no to hot dogs. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so. And I love papaya. Oh, boy. So we got a big uh, little comedy special coming out, Oh, right? yeah, the, the special came out this last Saturday. Anyone who saw it, that's fucking really cool. Jeff Ross, Roast Criminals, live at yeah, Brazos County really Jail. Uh, it, it was, uh, we've been getting great reviews, and I'm real proud of it. So if you guys have some time and you got a couple extra bucks, and you can rent you it on. You did some work on it, right? I'm a co-producer. That's awesome. I'm a co-producer on the on the special, and it's uh, my first producer credit, and it's uh, it's doing real well. We, I just went to Howard Stern this morning. He gave us a glowing review. He fucking blew the shit out of the special. Ooh. He loved it. He said he doesn't really like comedy specials that much anymore, and then he, he said ours was great, and it meant the world to me. Oh. And, and, then, um, and then Esquire called it one of the best specials in years. And wow. Huffington Post let Jeff write his own article. Oh, nice! You know, so it's just you know it, everything's been uh, going real well with the special, and it's available on iTunes uh, for rent or purchase, or you can go to Comedy Central Direct online and you can buy it for seven dollars. And it is worth it, man. It is. Uh, it's a comedy special that makes a difference, man. And I, you know, I have no problem saying it. It's a, it's a very important subject. You, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. The prison system in this country is severely fucked up. And, you know, it's it's not just about that. It's about the prisoners and why they're in there and why they keep coming back. And it's not, you know, it's it plays both sides. We're not, you know, we're not treating them like they're angels. You know, we're not in there, you know, on the, just on their side. And we're not just on it. We're not on anyone's side. We're just showing you an angle of jail and trying to put on a good show and telling some jokes to some people who probably need them. Need some cheering up. The roasting that Jeff does now is reached such an artistic level 
that it has to I mean, years years ago it was just like funny bits you know what I mean it was like how crazy of a thing could you say he's been roasting for 20 years wow in last April his first roast was April something uh, oh. 1995 how it, old is he Jeff uh, turns 50 years 50 years old this September wow I mean really? it, it's yeah. really it's he, really wild he strikes me as the gate of a 35 year old man I mean he Hey, he can run circles around me. It's insane. He's always the one making me stay out late, and uh, he's uh, he's up till five in the morning partying, having not really partying, just really just enjoying people and conversation. He's he's not really a drinker or anything like that. He just likes having a good time and talking to people. Uh, but uh, we got a couple more specials coming up, and uh, hopefully they'll be as uh, as cool as this one. I'm sure they will be. You got to try to top something once you came out with something like this. But it was a it was an honor to work on, and I really hope you guys watch it and take some time and uh, yeah. enjoy it. And uh, we had a viewing party last year, uh, last Saturday at the Creek. Sam came; it was a lot of fun. We had a good, it was last minute, and then it was fun to watch all the young comics uh, watch it and just uh, kind of get inspired by it. And there was like applause breaks after almost every commercial, and it was really, uh, it was really fucking cool. And then a lot of people stayed and watched it again, which was because it aired twice. They really threw us a bone. It was the Bieber roast, and then the, the airing of the special, and then they replayed it as soon as it was over. And oh, then it was nice. the Bieber yeah, roast they really again. stacked it. Yeah, they, it was like Jeff Ross night, and he did the old Comedy Central Twitter takeover and all that stuff. But uh, I'm going off, but please watch the special. Please check it out. iTunes, Comedy Central Direct. And uh, I'm Ed Larson. Uh, Amber Nelson. Amber Nelson. Cena John. Cena John. Hit at, us up on the Facebook. Hit us up on the Facebook. Um, I'm at Eddie Tunes underscore at Amber Smelson at SJ Good. Samantha Stubbs words as always. Thank you guys at for Williamsburg. Haven't you? <laughs> Yeah, no I'm Twitter. sorry we Still were late, no sweetheart. We left you hanging, and we're fucking assholes. Oh, that's all right. And uh, taking us out today, we're going to listen to the whole song. Uh, found out this week that I've been getting in trouble for playing too cool of jams. <laughs> and it doesn't mean to take anything away from this song, because it's my favorite song of the year so far. And it's by our good friends, the Cowmen. It's called Boot Stomp. It's their fucking number one single. Go buy their album. Uh, go to thecowmen.com and get directions on how to do that. This uh, Boot Stomp belongs in a Rob Zombie movie, and I hope you hear it. And so check out that news. Make sure you wake up every day and you read the news. Because, you know, until recently, I didn't realize how important it was to know what's going on in my life. No, no, go know what's going on in the world. And everyone should enjoy that. Yeah, go know what's going on in the world. And download the Cowmen. We love you guys. Have a good one. Woo!
more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. 